You and I both know how much motherhood is crowded with overwhelming moments. The mental load of trying to keep up with all the things is just too much at times. And when you feel overwhelmed by everything that's happening around you, it's hard to pay attention to yourself. And because I am all about helping you pay attention to yourself, I want to give you a four-step process to manage your overwhelm. So let's talk about it, shall we? Welcome to the Mom for You podcast. Whether you are new or returning, it's so good to have you. I'm Chastity, mom therapist and coach over on momfullyyou.com. And I get all the goosebumps and all the happy feels when I'm able to help you create an identity that you love so that you don't lose your sense of self and motherhood. All right, so today we're going to get straight to the point, okay? We're just going to dive in headfirst, and you know I am all about a good alliteration, so we're going to use rest to help us manage overwhelm. Now imagine that, right? Being able to use rest in order to combat something that pulls against that, right? So before we get into that, I want us to really recognize why overwhelm is so detrimental to both our physical and our mental health. I describe overwhelm as basically a pileup of all of the small instances that have agitated, frustrated, let you down, disappointed you, made you angry, made you sad, right? All of those moments that have encapsulated those feelings that we've kind of stuffed down, right? And then it piles up and becomes this huge thing that now gets in the way of every aspect of our life. When you are overwhelmed, it's hard for you to have the mental capacity to do much of anything. It could be like folding the laundry, right? Now I know folding the laundry, you know, nobody really likes to do that. (laughs) But if you are overwhelmed with just a lot and managing a lot, small tasks like that feel like that's going to take me five and a half years, and I don't have five and a half years to sit around and fold the laundry. So I'm just going to let it sit there. But what happens, right? When we let it sit there, it gets worse. It gets worse. And even our physical being, right? When we are overwhelmed, our brain and our body is working so hard to keep up with all of the plates that we're trying to manage um, that it's running on very low fuel. And so it's sending us these signals, please rest, please sit down, have a seat, please. I am not enjoying this. This is not going to serve us well. And if we stuff that down, absolutely, we can feel this exhaustion, right? I cannot get out of bed. I cannot get up to do whatever it is that you need to do throughout the day. And so that's going to impact your functioning. And sometimes this overwhelm can lead to burnout, right? And burnout can mimic a lot of symptoms of depression and even anxiety. And so a lot of times when I'm working with clients, we'll talk about like, okay, what's happening in your day-to-day life? Are you feeling exceptionally overwhelmed or do you feel like you're burnt out from doing all the things all the time with with no support? Um, And oftentimes we will do like some practical steps to kind of walk through building a support system so that we can offload what's on the plate and so that you don't feel so overwhelmed and you don't experience those um, those kind of feelings of burnout. And the magic that happens after that is those symptoms of being super anxious, right? Or having this kind of like sadness or gloom, those things actually start to go away too. So these are kind of the steps that I've walked through with clients before. And I want to also kind of, you know, 
talk to you about it. I don't want to withhold this from you, okay? So the first step is we are going to recognize what your mind and your body are telling you because they are always speaking, right? They work hand in hand. We cannot separate the two. If the mind is going through something, you're feeling anxious thoughts, you're feeling overwhelmed and cluttered and clouded in your mind, your body is also going to show you a signal. Hey, sit down. <laughs> We're tired. We, you know, we need more fuel, whatever that is, right? So asking yourself when you feel overwhelmed, do you need to meet any of your basic needs? Do you need to eat? Do you need to sleep, right? Do you need water? Um, all of those basic needs that often we skip over that are important when it comes to overwhelm because we often are like, I don't have time to sit down and eat. Mm-hmm. I'm side-eyeing you. Um, I don't have time to you know, catch in all of my Netflix shows before I go to bed. So then you go to bed late and you wake up in the morning and you're tired, right? And so your body might, your mind and your body rather, might be telling you and giving you these signals, might be speaking to you. So really be able to recognize those things, right? Listen to those responses in your body like headaches and stomach aches and fatigue, um, all of those things can be signals. We need to slow it down. Now, I know as a parent, it feels like we are always fighting against time. I don't have time. If I have time, I don't have energy. And it just feels like a very toxic cycle, right? Um, But here's the thing. We often prioritize things that we feel are important in that moment. And sometimes the things that are important are just out of habit, right? It's just out of habit for us to scroll social media It's just out of habit for us to do some other things that may not be as um, helpful in the moment. And so I challenge you, right, to really think about your time in a different way. I'm going to do another episode about trading balance for priority. And I really think that's going to help us kind of put time in perspective and to say, hey, my physical and my mental needs are important. I'm going to prioritize and I am going to put them, I'm going to make time for them, right? So being able to recognize those signals that your mind and body are telling you, that is absolutely um, essential. So then we get to um, evaluating your environment and those triggers that seem to come up often. And so taking a look at what happens right before um, you feel overwhelmed. Now, this might be hard because you're like, well, listen, <laughs> I always feel overwhelmed. I always feel stressed out. I always feel like I'm burnt out, right? But really think about like, when did this start to happen? If you can't think about when it started to happen, try to reframe it in a way that when did peace stop, right? When did you stop feeling like you had a hold on things or you could manage things in a more healthier way? Um, Was it when you introduced a new baby? Was it when you moved? Was it when you started a job? What came up that you're like, whoa, there's a shift that happened and it it kind of put a, a, a wrench in the plans, like something shifted whenever this happened. Other kind of day to day triggers that could come up is things like your morning routines 
or the weekend's coming up and you feel frazzled because it's like, I have to come up with all of these activities to keep them entertained for the weekend um, or whatever it is, right? Thinking about like, when do you feel the most overwhelmed? Because using that and not ignoring it, but using it can help you be able to come up with a plan. It's like, I listen, I know that Friday night, I start to feel anxious. I know that the weekend is coming and I feel this kind of obligation to do all of these spectacular and magical things because I want to be the fun mom. Um, just think about that, right? And so if that, that overwhelm seems to come up, it's like, hmm, the weekends aren't going away. Um, the kids are you know, they do need to be entertained, but how can I do this in a way that's sustainable to me that does not cause me to feel overwhelmed, disoriented, anxious, and out of my my end, right? So it's like, if that's not going to change, how can I approach this in a different way? How can I adjust my expectation that fits me and does not allow me to reach this point of overwhelm and burnout? So really evaluate that. And find out those small moments, right, that lead to the big moment of overwhelm. Remember, I talked about overwhelm is just these small little uh, experiences that ultimately build up to this mountain. And you're like, how did it get here? I want it to go away, (laughs) right? So the next step is to schedule alone time to center yourself. Now, this kind of goes back to the first point that I made when it comes to us fighting against time. But again, if you really are able to see the significance of um, being able to center yourself, and I'm not talking about an hour, three hours, a whole weekend, I'm talking about starting small in a way that you're just able to like go take a deep breath, you're able to catch up with something that makes you feel calm or feel happy in that moment. And this absolutely probably does include you asking for help. And reaching out to your support system, right? So that they can help you um, decompress and relax. Because what happens is when we stay on this cycle of a, a trigger happens us to kind of fall into these small moments of overwhelm and they build up to those big ones and we never have a resolve will always be in this state of build up and this like, oh my gosh, there it is. I feel overwhelmed. I feel anxious. This is just my life, right? And I want to challenge you to think, No, just because that's how it's been, that does not mean it has to continue to be that way, right? So scheduling that alone time, scheduling some time that you can get away, relax, recuperate, that is so helpful, right? So whether that is right before your kids go down, um, right before they, I'm sorry, right after they go down, um, right before they get up during the nap times, whatever it is. And it could be something small, like listening to music or taking a shower um, that can really help you feel like, all right, let me use this time and this space to evaluate what's going on throughout my day, to look at how can I solve or kind of bounce back from this experience or use what my body and my mind are telling me. Because if we're so busy and we're always running and we never sit still, we never kind of take some time away to tune in, We'll be missing all types of messages that have been sent to us all of this time, right? So then the last step is to think. Think of those helpful thoughts that are going to drive you forward instead of drain you and keep you um, into the cycle that we've been talking about. So things like, I can't do this right. If this is so overwhelming, it must be a me thing. Um, I just need to be able to keep up. 
right? Which is not true because oftentimes we put way too much on our plates and then because it's too much and our mind and our body is like, this is too much, then we feel like a failure when really it's just too much for anybody, right? So instead of thinking those thoughts of, I can't do anything right, think thoughts like, I'm learning my own way of doing this. And if it's your third, fifth time learning it, okay, well, maybe I need to adjust, right? (laughs) Maybe there's a different way that I haven't tried before. I'm going to keep trying. I'm going to keep offloading things on my plate. I'm going to keep asking for help. I'm going to keep reaching out, you know, until I find a system that works for me. And then focus on the things that you can control and free yourself up from the responsibility of things that you can't right? There are lots of things that happen in life out of our control, but especially in parenthood. When, when our kids are growing and tantrums are happening, we have to make decisions about school and their health and all of these different things. Sometimes it depends on other people's actions, right? And when and the systems that are already set up. Um, and we can't always like stop or prevent some of those things out of our control, but we can focus on what we do have. We do have our time and the way that we manage it. We do have the way that we reflect on what's happening in our mind and our body, right? We do have the ability to ask for help. Now, whether they help in the way that we need, um, that's a little tricky, right? But we can be as specific as possible. We can talk about why it's important that we receive the help. But those are some thoughts that we can think instead of, you know, those things that really keep us down and in a place that does not help us um, to propel forward. So there you have it. That four-step process of using rest to recognize, to evaluate, to schedule, and to think. Rest is going to help you combat your overwhelm. So I want you to remember that you are not all of the things that you do, that you have revolving on your plate, that you feel so obligated to do, whether you find yourself in a place of of kind of being honest about that or not. I've sat across so many moms who feel this like urge to be this super woman, super powerful mom who does all the things with a smile on her face at all times without complaints. And that is just unrealistic. We are not designed that way. And so if you have too much going on 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 your plate, that is okay. And the other part is to remove it, right? It's like a it's a two-step process. We gotta recognize it and we gotta remove it and put things in place that actually help us. Because I don't want you to be burnt out and overwhelmed, and I'm sure you don't either, right? It impacts the way you function on a day-to-day basis and in your relationship. So it's important that you're able to manage this in a way and get out of that cycle, right? So you are human, you are valuable regardless of your productivity, and you are not your feelings of overwhelmed. You might be having a huge moment of feeling overwhelmed at this moment, but you can absolutely put these things into place that can help you really decrease that feeling of being overwhelmed. Now, I hope that you go and get you some rest. If you found today's episode helpful, 
be sure to rate, review, and subscribe. It's so helpful in helping other moms be able to um, hear these kind of talks that I do with you guys. And in the show notes, you will find all of um, the things I mentioned, especially your invitation to join me over in Monthly You Academy, where I teach and have lessons, a step-by-step roadmap to help you create your identity so that you don't lose your sense of self in motherhood. That's so important. You know that is my jam. And I hope that everything from today was helpful, including the links in the bio. And yeah, we'll talk in the next one. Mm-hmm.